Hello, this is Tim Rausenberger with BrassTenor.com. Today is Monday, November 27th, 2017. This is episode 159, Beginning Band Music Killers, Quarter Notes and Whole Notes. During my first year as a beginning band director, which was 1997, the music industry, more specifically the sheet music industry, was really starting to take off in the world of concert bands. In the late 1990s, there were a lot of composers who were drawn to writing for this medium. And an argument can be made that the highest caliber, highest quality music of the past 20 years has been written for wind ensembles, symphonic bands, concert bands. Gone were the days of awful percussion parts. Gone were the days where your options were limited because the clarinets were going over the break in a tune where they shouldn't need to be going over the break. Composers were starting to write quality literature that just simply, it wasn't arrangements. These were original new works for band and they were very exciting. And I decided that I was going to purchase some of this music during my first year, along with some other tunes that had been written in the 80s that also worked quite well for beginning bands. And I give myself a lot of credit in this regard, and I hope that a lot of people do follow this lead. But one thing that I've always been terrified of is not being prepared enough for a concert. And I plan very, very far in advance. I'm to the point now that with my ensembles, I'll plan a year in advance on the, the repertoire that I'd like to ultimately do and I know will suit them well and that they'll enjoy. <clears throat> well, during that first year, I remember passing out some charts and I don't want to say the composers and I don't want to say the music because I don't like doing things like that. But I will tell you that there were a few prominent names where I passed out the music to the students 
And when we did the music in rehearsal, it was a disaster. And this was music that we had practiced quite a bit in our lessons, but I couldn't get the music to stay together in rehearsal. And you start to look at yourself and you're saying, is it me? I'm new at this. You know, you can have as many test ensembles as you want in college. And you can try to tell your classmates to act like beginners all you want. But until you get those 10 and 11 year olds in front of you, you don't know. You don't know. The struggle is real. And I can tell you with conviction and with confidence, the two types of beginning band charts I tend to avoid are ones that have a long, long running passage or passages of quarter notes and too many whole notes for the band. And here's why. Students who are beginners, even ones that you're, you're starting as beginners as 12, 13, 14 year olds, they have so many things that they have to think about and they have to do just in terms of reading their music and producing their sounds. Now they're in rehearsal. Now they need to look up at the conductor. And we all know how that goes. We know that a lot of them don't look up and you have to tell them to look up. And that's all part of the process. Hopefully getting them to the point where they're barely looking at their music at the concert and they're communicating with you. One of the reasons that I had an episode earlier that advocates for memorizing your scores so then you can provide that level of communication. Well, I had a piece of music I was doing. It was one of the first pieces. And it had a lot of whole notes. And to me, that's a winner. How could it not be a winner? It's a bunch of whole notes. How hard is that to play? You know, we have the initial pages of a lot of books. And what do you see? Honk. Honk. And you hold the note out for four beats or something close to it. Well, that's just the issue. It's four beats or something close to it. Here's the problem with any piece of music where you have a lot of whole notes. And this is not just the case, by the way, for beginners. This can be an issue with second and third year bands. When you have a whole note as a person playing an ensemble, you look up. Why do you look up? You need to make sure that your sense of how long that, that whole note is supposed to be is lining up with whatever the conductor is doing. 
students who are beginners have a tendency to not have the best time-space relationship. And what they believe the speed of the whole note should be varies. And once that variation occurs, it can be an absolute recipe for disaster. So, if you do have a piece of music that has a lot of whole notes in it, and I'm specifically speaking whole notes for the wind players, I certainly hope you're not doing pieces of music that have whole notes for percussionists. What I recommend is the following. Do the piece only if the percussion part is such that your percussionists are going to be able to keep the band together, making it almost impossible for students to not know the beat. That even your worst, worst uh, suspects, that's not the right word, <laughs> your, your worst students who do not look up at all and do not count well can at least go with what the percussion's playing. I would even go so far to say that if the percussion part doesn't have enough eighth notes in it, the snare drum specifically, I would even rewrite it. Now, quarter notes. So I had pieces of music that had a lot of quarter notes in them. Quarter notes are like footsteps. And the problem is that everybody's footstep size is different. And here's what happens with quarter notes. Some people think the speed should be whatever it's supposed to be. Especially if the quarter notes are not changing. Because now they're easy. But once they get the quarter notes down, especially if they enjoy playing the piece, then they get confident. And when they get confident, they, they tend to not worry as much, may not be looking at the conductor at all, even though they're confident, might be looking straight at the music. And the next thing you know it, the quarter notes are becoming a runaway train. And quarter notes in a snare drum part are the worst, especially if you have percussionists who have a tendency to speed up. And I can tell you, beginning percussionists, they speed up. And if they don't speed up at your rehearsals, I've had it happen at concerts before. So any piece of music I see that has tons and tons and tons of running quarter notes, I avoid it. Or I'll rewrite it, but if it sounds silly rewritten, I just don't do the piece. I would like to believe that most beginning band composers know these two basic principles, and they are basic. Because if you spend enough time with beginning bands, you know this.
Unfortunately, some people write from glass houses. They don't have their pieces performed enough by the average beginning band, and they don't have any comprehension as to the type of issues that arise. Half notes I have never found to be much of a problem for any instrument. But quarter notes, the running quarter notes, can be a major problem. And I'm talking any situation that has more than four quarter notes in a row. Ironically enough, when the music actually mixes in some eighth notes, your group is has chances exponentially better of being able to stay together at the concert. Because you know what? You can have all the rehearsals you want in your music room. But they're all going to be on full display at the concert. And that's where we get paid the big bucks. That's where they need to shine. And all the wonderful rehearsals that occur aren't going to mean a darn thing if they can't do it at the concert. It should be to the point that a fair amount of beginning band music, the students shouldn't even have to look at the director. Quarter notes, whole notes. Avoid, avoid, avoid. Whenever you have beginning band music, the half notes and the eighth notes are the key. And that percussion part is everything. Because if you have anything that's iffy in the wind part, in terms of keeping the group together, a nice percussion part will take care of that issue as long as your percussionists can stay on task. I hope this has been helpful to my fellow beginning band directors out there, the composers. I don't know if anyone's going to hear this podcast episode. I encourage that you share this with them. And if you are an aspiring composer, arranger, composition major, please heed this advice. I can't begin to tell you how many times I've had to write rewrite parts. And I'll go even one step further with this. I recently conducted a beginning band. And there was, it is, it, it's a wonderful, wonderful piece of music. And I actually will share the composer's name who has sadly left us, Mark Williams. Absolutely in my top three favorite beginning band composers of all time. Because I just, I can't even think of any uh, lumps of coal that came in Mark Williams' stockings. It's just everything that he wrote was just pure gold, magic, outstanding understanding of the beginning band musician. But he had this one piece and there was an extremely exposed section of wind players 
and I know the section very, very well. And if there's no percussion at all, the wind players tend to rush a lot. So one technique that I will do from time to time in passages where there's, there's no percussion at all. <laughs> Excuse me. I will ask the bass drummer, as long as I know I have a strong bass drummer, and I'll ask him to play on beats one and three. And what I call them are ghost half notes. They're extremely soft, so soft that instead of hearing them, you almost feel them. In that simple, slow heartbeat, boom, 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 will keep the group together. And they'll be able to get a stronger sense of the beat. Now, I know that there are going to be some of you out there with all of this information they're going to see, say, and they're going to be purists, and you're going to say, well, no, uh, you know, they, they have to play what's written on the page, and they should, I, I disagree with everything that you're saying, Rausenberger, because, uh, because we, we should teach our students to watch us direct. Well, that's all well and good, but here's the very simple question I pose back to you. At your concert, would you rather have the piece completely and absolutely fall apart and look at the audience and say, you know, this was really a tough piece. Uh, we did our best. Or would you have, would you rather have a piece of music with a really solid performance with some minor adjustments and have the audience roar afterwards and have the students feeling wonderful about themselves. Because last time I checked, I don't think any concert audience member is going to enjoy a piece of music that falls apart. And we certainly know our student musicians don't feel that way. These minor adjustments and major observations when you're reading your scores on these pieces. Make sure to look at those scores carefully and make sure that all these things that I mentioned are options that are going to be viable for you and are going to make the piece work. Because if not, the garbage pecan, unfortunately, might have to be the best place for that piece to go. Good luck to all of you out there in beginning band land.